Okay, very good morning and welcome to Arcadum's podcast. Now, we've obviously been very quiet over the last 12 months, so I'd like to introduce uh, the two guests that we have with us this morning, Philip and Christian. Morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Great to see you. So obviously, there's been a, a lot of change over the last 12 months. So probably just give us a little bit of uh, understanding of how busy you guys have been for the last 12 months and, and some of the changes that have occurred. Uh, that's a tricky one to answer just because a lot of really cool, interesting stuff has happened in the last 12 months at Arcadum. Um, had some new investment, which is fantastic for us. Brilliant news, yeah. Um, I've had a job title change, co-founder and now CPO, Shiny China. Oh, very mm-hmm. shiny, little badge. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, a nice little badge of honor. And uh, Christian's been doing all sorts of crazy stuff over there as well, so I'm sure you can elaborate a little bit. Yes, I'm still handling uh, the commercials and uh, assisting Philip in where I can. Um, it's, it's a big ship to steer, um, so we're trying to get a lot of new people in. Uh, we've seen... Uh, a lot of hires coming in and we have more coming in as well just to strengthen up the team and to be able to do all the things that we've set out to do brilliant Uh, so very exciting times ahead very very cool because it's and again for for the audience that's obviously sort of stepping back in you know this is our third podcast in in 12 months and we were talking about it just you know before we pressed the record button that you know the last time we looked at it it was the euros which is just tragic that we you know we didn't end up winning but listen it's (laughs) it's it's great to sort of you know get back in touch with you guys because obviously so much has physically happened over the last 12 months in the Mm -hmm. iGaming space as well as Arcadum itself obviously you guys have you know had a, a seismic shift so just talk us a little bit about during that time over the last 12 months sort of what games have you guys released that people may or may not have seen so with arcadum we were kind of you know producing really good content and we were evolving but we weren't evolving fast enough and right. we lacked a lot of resources and i'm gonna be honest funding okay um so the last game we launched was actually last october you know a year wow. ago now really um so it feels like 10 years ago uh, <laughs> but what we did in the meantime was like i said we got this new investment and the people behind us are fantastic um they know exactly what they're doing they know the industry and they're pushing us you know even better further than ever we've been before but we didn't sit on our laurels in that time we've been teasing it a bit on social media but we basically made 13 brand new games and we took arcadum to a new level okay um and we're calling this arcadum 2.0 and what we're doing yeah it's uh it's ridiculous like people are gonna be crazy you know think we're crazy in, in a few weeks when we release these games um so as i mentioned we had this investment so we're actually doing our own distribution now um with our new partner called Comtrade, and they allow right. us to distribute our content onto a platform and you know decide where it goes we're no longer relying on third-party distributors we can you know go to here we can go to there we can go to x y and z you know wherever you want our content we can get it there okay and this is a massive tool for you know sales and other people in terms of products. I'm I'm not too fussed about it, you know games is games, um, but for me the 13 games that I have now is just an evolution. It's Arcadum 2.0. We've stepped up and the games that we're playing next year are stepping up even further, and, and that's what you know you can see in these games. We have some crazy games, characters, storylines, all that stuff, but we're just getting bigger and better. Very cool. So you mentioned a couple of times there 13 games. Was there a reason behind that you did 13 games or did you just for sort of for the 12 months just continue to create, you know, really good, high quality content and then you were just waiting in the wings to get them out ready for the people to actually go ahead and enjoy? Um, it's, I mean, the process, uh, myself and Christian always said, like, 
we shouldn't stop production. We can keep making games, even though we're you know looking to secure these resources, etc. We should keep going. Yeah. And absolutely. Yeah, and it allowed us to polish and make the games better. I mean, we have some crazy games. Arcadium Jam is a great example. It's a uh, Matt, I know you love this one because it's a basketball theme one as well. Better believe it, baby. I'm all uh, about the basketball. <laughs> so it features all the Arcadium characters, and it's kind of an evolution in the multi-themed game we did previously, uh, Demon okay. Academy. Yeah. And all the characters can change on the reels. The game, when you're playing it, is, it's got two buy features. The super buy is insane. You can literally sit there, and it's like, oh, you know, I made a couple of hundred euros on, on a win. And then suddenly it's like, bang, 5,000, 10,000, 32,000 extra stake, and you're like, oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's just we we took it to the next level and we started introducing more entertainment and more gamifications to games as well. Um, okay. Storyline kind of driven big win screens for for the players, right? So they can like really get excited and we want people to focus on that big win so they get it after the bonus or when they get a big win in the base game. But they can see that evolution. We're starting to use animation, you know, just making the product even better um, yeah. with every single game. And we allowed we were allowed to do that over last year. What's one of the things questions I was going to ask you because. For me, Arcadum has a very, very distinctive artistic style to it. You know, if if I look at a game from Arcadum, I know damn well it's one of yours. Do you know what I mean? I can mm-hmm. tell by the characters, how they're designed, how they're made up, the color palette that you even use. Has that followed on into these 13 games and you're planning that beyond or have you seen some change now? Um, Chris might have a different opinion to myself. Uh, I think, to be honest, uh, the the graphics are just getting better and better. Yeah. Like, uh, obviously, we have our base um, type of art, but with the designers we have on board and the new ones coming in, I can see the artwork is just going to a whole different level, uh, which is really nice to see, even with animations and these things coming in. And this is all without making the games very heavy to load. So we still yep. try to focus on having as low loading games as possible, but still providing the absolute top of the line graphics uh, available. Very cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Um, some of the people that we're getting in now, the artists that we had were fantastic and we're just helping them get better and better. And the people that we brought in, the, one of the animators that we just hired basically used to work at EA. Wow, you know, and, big and boys. Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. So it's like, it's like, we need animation. Okay, let's get that guy used to work for all these big companies. <laughs> and the fact that this person's coming in, it's like, right, so now we're going to do this level of animation in the games. Okay, let's yep. go, let's go. But that so does change it though. People do, because that's one of the, the, the next questions I had, because when you bring in people of a very, very high quality into the company, it automatically, and certainly for a company like you guys, do you know what I mean, that are producing this, this quality, it's going to raise the game. Because yeah. the question was going to be, you know, what changes physically, apart from this new person obviously coming from EA, what other changes massively internally have you guys been doing over the last 12 months to sort of take this to the next level? Well, for us, like I said, we've got this investment now um, and we've just been confirming over the last few months and this is why we're coming bigger and better than ever uh, towards the end of this month. It's about the resource. So, you know, initially we had a very, very small team and the, the things we were producing as this team was insane. Like, it was I can proudly say yeah. as, you know, the team that they had, it was, it was crazy what we were doing. But now we can, you know, bulk up that team with more resource, you know, more talent, more people who fit the arcade and culture. Well, imagine what we can do in 12 months. You know, yeah. it's that's that's what I like to see about it. It's it's just nothing but positives. Cool. That's awesome. So that leads on to then now that you know you've made this sizable shift internally, extra backing, more money. What is the outlook for Arcadum in both the, the short and the medium term do you guys see coming over now? 
Well, in the short term, um, it's to build up the brand again, to make mm-hmm. Arcadium 2.0 really stick out there. Yeah. And then to partner up with some of the, the industry-leading um, providers, operators, sorry, um, to get our content out there. So that's the, the short term, um, to really make a big splash and get our content out there. Uh, the medium term, I think Philip has uh, more of the strategic mind here uh, for what he sees a medium term of the company being CPO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we'll leave that for him. Yeah, the, the craziness of, of products, right? Um, <laughs> like we always mentioned the roadmap in the past. So that's not changed. We know exactly yeah. what we're doing this year, next year, the year after that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's not changed. The whole the whole strategy of Arcadium in terms of how we make things has not changed. It's just got better and improved mm-hmm. with, with the resource. Um, for myself personally, I agree with Christian in terms of short-term goals. Um, we have a massive thing about Sigma coming where we're actually going to have a big stand at Sigma and make a big song and dance about Arcadium 2.0. Very cool. Which, if you ask me to, you better be ago, singing and dancing at that, mate. Seriously, hey, I want to I'm see dressed as one of the characters, you know. So uh, bunny see. suit, bunny suit. Not a bunny suit this time. A bartender. <laughs> you don't need a bunny suit, mate. It is, yeah. you know. No, nah, this time it'll be bartender, so you can come get drinks from me at Sigma, everyone. Yep, um, sounds good. But it's just the fact, if you'd asked me 12 months ago, if we ever had a stand, that'd have been like, yeah, years from now. Yeah. But the scope yeah. has changed completely. So short-term-wise, it's just establish ourselves again, get the deals, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Long term, medium term, whatever you want to say, make a product, of course, make it better, bigger, and ever. Always evolve, never, never slow, you know, don't rest on your laurels. But it's hard to predict exactly how we know the direction we're going to go. We're going to go up, you know, I can tell you that much. But where we're going, you've asked me 12 months ago, I'd have been crying, be like, oh, I don't know, you know, we're never going to get a stand, blah, blah, blah. blah. Now I'm like, yeah. we've got stand in a month's time at Sigma. Um, so the sky's the limit, really, for our people. I know you, Philip, you have a, a, a few tricks up here in your sack for the new games coming. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fine to see uh, the new mechanics coming out from your uh, brain. Bells and whistles and all that jazz. <laughs> um, I can imagine. I can exactly. imagine. Yeah, gonna, I'm sure there's going to be plenty coming down. For sure. Yeah, we have some. I'm, I'm not going to deny. No. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit then, and again, because... <laughs> Obviously, we've been we've been super quiet over the last twelve months, right? And, and unless you're following very very closely on some of the platforms that you guys mm-hmm. are on, not many people would have seen some of the posters, some of the artwork, um, you know, some of the the initial designs even that you guys have put out. Yeah. So these thirteen games, you know, mm-hmm. what do these thirteen games look like? And are we? sort of going to see some of the older characters? Are we going to see some of the older characters seep into the new releases? Yep. Are we going to see some brand new characters? Give us a sense of what these 13 games are going to hold for the oh, players. Where do I start, Matt? Start, like, come on. I'm dying to know. So let's go. Let's, we have some older characters coming back and some cool. new characters intersecting those stories. And I think the biggest ones we can talk about in, in the most cool way is um, Frostbreeze from the Evil Elf game. Remember uh, the uh, Christmas game? Did remember this well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we all know she got carted off to Elfatraz, right? Ah, she's um, very naughty though. Very yes, naughty. Very naughty. <laughs> um, but, and that's what we're seeing in one of the games coming out. It's uh, Evil Elf Escape from Elfatraz. Okay. However, um, there was there's two other characters there. There's um, two more lady characters, um, as we like to call them. There's Isabella and there's Roshi. Okay. And those two are going to feature in their own games as part of the 13. Um, okay. And what basically happens is they get sent to Alphatraz as well. Uh, Roisin basically tried to rob the leprechaun bank. She was a leprechaun, but she was fed up <laughs> of all the old money bag guys, you know, robbing all the money. Right. So she got caught. She gets sent over there. Um, Isabella is a dwarf. She's a genius. Her game's okay. called Master Forger. And she has a habit of blowing stuff up. And the other dwarfs are like, uh, can you like 
go to this Alphatraz, you know, go fix some stuff. In reality, we're sending to prison, but she's so dense, even though she's a genius, she thinks she's on a holiday and she's just there to do maintenance. Awesome. <laughs> so then all three of these ladies meet in prison. Uh, Frostbury's older brother, Captain Blueberries, is there to help Mrs. Claus, who is the warden. To like lock them in, and, and you know they're going to escape as like a you know like a birds of a feather kind of thing. And oh, okay, yeah. cool. And they're going to feature in some other games. Uh, Frostbreeze is in Arcadium Jam as well with some a lot of other Arcadium characters. Um, you have a game called Tap House Nineteen Eighty Seven coming. That is like the bar where all the Arcadium characters go to drink between games. Cool. So you're going to see a lot of Arcadium characters in there. Frostbreeze is also in that one. Um, and the Easter eggs and everything are going to continue. So you know, there's some of the sequels that we have coming now. It's just building that up. And we have newer games as well that are going to have, you know, interactions in the future for next year. So it's about establishing more of that. We're having a whole website redesign as well. It's actually Very ongoing. Cool. Hopefully it's going to go live next week. And we have an Arcade Next week universe. as well. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's part Very of the Arcade cool. 2.0. Oh, you're going to come to the website and you're going to be like, wow, what happened to the old website? Like, it's a complete rebuild. Okay. And branding, everything. And we're going to have nice. a section on there that's Arcade Universe. So players, people in the industry are going to be able to go click on the characters they're going to see every version of that character you know the past present future um, if we have it and they're going to learn about the character story as it changes per game so even though we're a gambling company and we're promoting gambling in terms of playing our games and you know the mechanics and everything if players want to explore that storyline they can see it in game they can see it in the big windscreen they can play they can see it in the mechanics as they play and they can come to our site you know and we've got some really cool things to see in the future where we're looking at potentially doing character-led podcasts which is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be very cool. Um, so you know, Christian, you're going to play all the characters. Yeah, all right, yes, I, want to, I, I want to hear voices. I control I want to my see voice. It's going to be a good acting from Christian. There, he's going to have to play all the women Oscar. characters. I'm going to have the Hello. Oscar ready. I'll just polish yeah. it ready for you, mate. Seriously. 2023. Here we go, Oscar Christian. <laughs> we sit here with uh, sound, uh, so voice, voice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I also do the effects Seriously. as well. You know, like yes, on radio back in the day where they did the cop, 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 cop with like banging yeah. coconuts. Proper Monty Python. That's what it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Riding the horse, Monty. Python style. Of course. Yeah. Now, he's just, now he's just giving me ideas. Like, but there is, seriously. <laughs> yeah. No, but that sounds really cool, though, because, you know, for me, I, I think, you know, and with it being a year since you released a game, I think those, the next 13 releases are going to be massively important. Do you know what I mean? And I think once you've then released those 13 into the market and you start building that market share up that we talked about even in last year and, you know, the previous year, even when we first kicked off the podcast. Because then it's a, it's about understanding where do you then go after those 13 are released? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Are there new formats potentially coming out? You know, are, they, are you going to do completely brand new themes? Obviously, you talked about Frostbees there as well. And that was one of the, the first games, I think, that you ever released. Along Second with, game. Uh, Second yeah, game. I was going to say it was one of the first ones. Um, you know, are there going to be after these 13 new formats and new themes and, and, and brand new ideas that you're going you're gonna to run with from here on in? Yeah, I mean, like I said, we've got different franchises that are going to come. Um, more Arcadium universe-focused games, as well, let's call them. Cool. But the main bread and butter of Arcadium is the game mechanics. Because at the end of the day, we can do all the bells and whistles with the music, the characters, the storyline, you know, whatever. But the mechanics that we're bringing out in these certain games and the mechanics that are coming out next year are solid. Yeah. You know, the, some of them are innovative, I'd like to say. Um, maybe not, we'll see how the industry takes it. Um, <laughs> But we're gonna. We know players are gonna enjoy playing these games, and yeah. a lot better than the mechanics we were pushing earlier. Because as I mentioned, we've learned, we got a lot more resource, and we can do bigger and better things. You know, we've evolved artwork-wise, framework-wise for the games, etc. Um, so for me, 
again, it's the sky's the limit. And the biggest thing I have to take as well is, and I have to mention it, even though we've not released a game in 12 months, players are still playing the older games. Wow. So that's Every awesome. Every single day. So that's so, testament to yeah. the company of what you guys started. Plain and simple. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we have that repeat custom and players are asking constantly, you know, streamer friends of mine are asking, when's the next game coming out? When's the next game coming out? Like, we've got loads soon. coming out, lads. Wait. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, coming out. You're gonna be, and then I say to them, you know, we've got 13 games coming out and they're like, what? Like, and it's one of the games actually features streamers. Uh, Arcadum Jam has got streamers in the background, like waving away, dancing around, doing stuff, you know, as part of the basketball crowd. So, you know, we're taking that gorilla style of marketing that we're always done for, and we've been doing yeah. the last 12 months uh, until we started TikTok, yeah. you know, looking at the artwork there and everything. So, we're going to continue that gorilla format. Um, it's just going to be gorilla format with a budget, rebels with a budget, as we like to say. Rebels with a budget, man, put that on a t shirt. That's great. Yeah. Seriously, yes. that should be the next podcast. That's rebels with a budget. Rebels with a budget. Yeah, I like it. So, I suppose last couple of questions before we before we wrap this up. Um, one of the things that I suppose the audience is, is really going to be interesting is understanding is is some of the, or if any, collaborations that you guys have sort of had or made or looking to make. Um, either sort of the last 12 months or moving forward and then really give us a give us a sort of a bird's eye view of where the industry is right now and, and just some of the key points that have kicked off for the last 12 months. Okay, for, for us with collaborations at the moment, it's like Philip mentioned earlier, we did a, we collaborated with Comtrade. Uh, which is a platform um, that we're now releasing our games via. And then we're in discussions with many um, providers, uh, aggregators, etc., that we like to do uh, collaborations with. However, this is nothing we can go into details yet because it's still yeah. in conversation. But there is a fair few opportunities for Arcadums in the future, and we're looking forward to explore them all. Um, and we love doing collaborations uh, with uh, not just with uh, providers, with uh, affiliates or yeah. anything like that we, we are we have been quite known in the past to be very flexible but who we collaborate um, and we do a win-win yeah uh, i'm firm awesome. i'm firm with chris on this like if if you stand alone you die but yeah. if you okay. if you work sense, with people yeah. and you know grow your products grow their products go go different places then you're going to do well um yeah. and that's what collaboration is all about and i think that's a big factor in arcadum internally mm. and externally yeah um in terms of the industry and changing landscapes, COVID, well, it's still around, but it's not really prevalent don't anymore. Don't talk about COVID. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx But, you know, that's, I mean, I've literally just recorded on COVID again, actually. Um, but, you know, that's kind of gone away now. So we're starting these conferences and all that jazz back up and people are going outside and doing things. Face to face. We actually did a podcast 18 yeah. months ago when it was just like, I think you guys went and did like a, a virtual conference. Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? You, oh, guys, yes. you guys came back were like, yeah, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it just wasn't the same. Um, but everybody we, tried. I mean, and I think that's the good thing that we're all going back face to face now. Yeah. We attended uh, IGB Live recently in, in Amsterdam. And that was good to see people face to face again and you know talk about what we're doing. People know in the industry, you know, we're coming back bigger and better and ever. But Sigma is going to be crucial for us in terms of, you know, we're here, we've got to stand. This is our statement. Mm. But if, if we talk about the industry in general, a lot of stuff has happened in the last year, a lot of acquisitions. Um, I guess ours included, Vardner Investment. No. Yep. Um, That's another and one. Then, yeah, another one, big one. <laughs> um, and then a lot of things in terms of the US market as well. Um, okay. For me, the US market is still like a box of frogs. It's open, the open Pandora's box, and all, all the frogs jump out. Um, but it's going to be interesting how the US market goes. Um, a lot of fines being dished out. 
as well by regulators. Right. You, uh, a lot of just bar fines, to be honest. Um, it seems like COVID was the people not money laundering time yeah. um, and not responsible gambling, which, you know, if you do that, you deserve a fine. Let's yeah, face totally. it, it's responsible gambling thing. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's like um, everyone, it was like a bit of a wild west moment during COVID because everyone was like, you know, kind of crazy, wasn't it? And now people are coming back and like, okay, back to business. Okay, <laughs> fine, 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 fine. Um, this change, this change, this change, and then this happens in this accident. So it's like just more in a way, like it's like everyone's making up for the last two years. Okay, but it's getting harder to to navigate the regulated landscapes at the moment. Uh, yeah. There's so many licenses out there. There's so many changes with the licenses. Um, so it's becoming harder and harder to to steer clear and do the right thing. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I understand this. Yeah, and the streamer space has changed now as well. Um, a lot of people were streaming crypto on Twitch on crypto gambling. Um, and then Twitch came out and actually the ban goes through today on the 18th of October. Um, right, okay. So the banned those streamers for the most daft reason ever where someone lent some money off someone and was stealing money off the people that was watching him and he wasn't doing casino gambling, but he was doing some real form of gambling and Twitch overreacted. That's what they said anyway. But um, just allegedly, that's the saying this in my opinion, Twitch had a $13 billion NFL deal go through. So they didn't ban sports betting. So they banned crypto casino gambling and not normal gambling, but they didn't ban um, sports betting. So take that as you will. Mm. Uh, a lot of the streamers are moving to different platforms though. So, you know, they're not going to keep those guys down um, and ladies. They're moving to a new platform called DLive. Um, which, DLive, is it? Yeah, it looks like, I think, I believe it's a blockchain gambling uh, like streaming site. Okay. Um, where you can like video games and stuff like that. I think it's just to be on the blockchain. Uh, I didn't honestly hear about it until this, but then all the streamers started mentioning, oh, we're going to DLive or we're going to YouTube. So, you know, Twitch, you're going to lose a lot of income because these people are just going to go somewhere else. Like, um, if they've got 13 million away. sitting in the bank, they're not going to worry too much. No. Yeah, exactly. But That's that could a be a quid. podcast in itself. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot. Like I said there's the streamer thing that's gone on. There's a lot of regulatory things. There's a lot of acquisitions. So the industry has been popping off and booming and all these conferences now it's just like I said it's like the two year catch up like everything just coming out like, boom, 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 boom. Um, yeah okay cool okay so listen we'll wrap this up for today thanks Emil guys for for taking the time to, to jump on I know we've got another one planned because we're going to be talking all about all things and funky things Sigma mm -hmm. um, really looking forward to sort of hearing your opinions and hearing your thoughts on that um, obviously with that being your first major sort of event as well that you're going to be singing and dancing and you know, can't wait to see your dress all the bells outfit and as well. I want to see all the bells. Yes. I want to see all the whistles. I want to see the outfit. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, going to be awesome. I mean, I dressed in a bunny suit for Arcadum, so dressing as a bartender is not that bad, I guess. Ah, dressing nope. as a bartender is nothing compared to a bunny. Do you know what oh, I mean? And that's, yeah. just your, that's just your normal outfit you wear in the office. If we ever get the outtake <laughs> of me throwing a water bottle at Christian's head, we need it because um, he was laughing at me, so he got a water bottle from him, I guess. Yeah, we just put that up somewhere. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll just slowly. Funny outtakes out. on YouTube. Crazy yeah. bunny attack Swede. Bought <laughs> <Attack laughs> a bottle. That's another yeah. T-shirt. That's two T-shirts. One podcast. I love it. All right then, boys. Listen. Have a good day. Thanks a million. And, uh, Thank you. I'll Thank you. you soon. All right. Bye -bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye, bye bye. Bye guys. This has been a Rocket Media production for Arcade. Bye.